You're listening to Different Things Can Be Sad. Hello and welcome to Different Things Can Be Sad, where it's cool to care about politics and pop culture. I'm Yasmin Lomax. And I'm Micah Hahn. And we are your hosts of this, well, I normally say monthly, but we took a we're, break. We're getting close to biannual at this point yeah we took we intended to take a summer break yes quite honestly we enjoyed it a little too much uh yes yeah life got a little crazy and Mm -hmm. we needed some space we needed to avoid burnout we needed some breathing room we wanted to focus on other creative things totally so we took a little break we are coming back for at the moment this episode just to give you a little 2023 recap as is tradition for us to do an annual little best of episode. And we'll take it from there. So I guess just to set expectations from the outset, I don't know if we can say monthly anymore, but... I'm not sure. We're taking a Dear Hank and John approach to podcasting now. Yes. If you follow them. Which if you listen to this podcast, like... You probably do. You probably do. But we're we're taking a just fun approach. Yeah. So to begin with the traditional question, Mm -hmm. how has your last six months been? That is a great question. What was six months ago? July? July? Okay. This is how unprepared we are. We don't even know when our last episode came out. Yeah, we are freewheeling this. Mm -hmm. Let me think. So good few months, took a few trips. I went to Mexico with my friend. I went to Vermont in fall and had a freaking great time. I went to Texas for Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. now back in New York, getting into the Christmassy spirit. Mm-hmm. The tree is up. The advent calendar is being eaten, and I'm excited for the holiday period. I'm going back to Ireland for Christmas, and I'm excited to relax for a little bit. Uh, How about you? What are your six-month highlights? Well, in breaking news, our last episode came out in May. The no, it didn't. May, it was called Kickstarting Summer. We kickstarted it, and then that was it. I left you. I apologize. My guess was July, so I apologize. Um, I guess what has happened since May or the beginning of June, um, the big thing is, and maybe kind of one of the reasons why we haven't been recording, is that I moved to the New York area um, to start my PhD. And now I get to see Yaz whenever I want. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, we've kind of enjoyed doing other things that don't feel so much like work not that we don't enjoy this but there is like a research and like like editing totally and we've just been kind of enjoying our time we went to a town-wide garage sale we did we We went went to a football game we did go to a football game we saw the jonas brothers together we did see the jonas brothers together a mere few days ago and it truly was just like undescribable it was amazing i no, I'm going to stop myself. I was going to say something about my feelings towards Joe Jonas. and That can't be on the internet. No, they are too positively strong. You might <laughs> you might think I'd be mad about the Joe and Sophie, Sophie divorce, which has happened since we last recorded. Yes. But uh, no, I like him too much. Yeah, it's true. It's so a problem. We've been enjoying spending time together in the same area, city. Yeah. Um, we did Halloween together. We did Halloween together. Um, it's pretty wild. I think it's, um, I guess it makes sense that like we started this podcast as a way to like keep talking to each other. While we were long distance friends. Yeah. Long distance friends for five years. And now we're 
medium distance medium friends. distance it a could few take trains me two hours to get here but yeah. i that's much easier than a plane totally um so that's yeah i guess that's the big update with me is i moved you're in America. I am in America now. Wow, this is actually kind of like a really... It's a really full circle moment. Yeah, I'm just like totally realizing that right now because we started the podcast while we were both in America where like for the, when we were living here for the first time like yeah. as students where neither of us had lived before. Yes. And now like nearly six years later, we're both here. I'm still a student, one of us. Yes. Um, <laughs> a different kind. Um, yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Really... If we, when we make it on our reunion trip to Boston, yes, we need to eventually. We will, we'll have to record a little something, something. Yes, at okay. At the very least, we need to do that in 2024. We need oh, to do sure. a you and I trip to Boston. We need to raid the Northeastern like merch store. <laughs> yes, I need to replace my Northeastern mom hoodie. Yeah, I want like three Northeastern hoodies. Yeah, like the red is really nice. And quite it honestly, is. I never went to a school where I had like nice colors. Actually, my like. University in Australia was red as well, but mm-hmm. merch was not really a thing there. And then I wore like a school uniform all the way through, but it was either like gray and navy mm. or yellow and green. And those are not Ooh, my colors. No. Yellow and green, particularly, no. No. So I would love some lovely some red Northeastern merch. merch. That'd be fun. That's going to be a great trip. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited for that. That's good. That we're really preempting our, our 2024 goals here. Yeah. Back yeah. to 2023. Back to 2023. So we like to do a little end of year episode where we talk about our favorite reading, watching, listening items of the year and some top politics and pop culture moments. Yes. So we'll kick it off with the reading. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite things you've read this year, Micah? I think even though our lovely listeners haven't been blessed by your recommendations. I have still been. So all of my favorite reading books from this year are books that you recommended to me. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, My first, I guess, like, if we think about it in chronological order, um, is it Happy Place? That it would have came out first? I think so. I think I have some questions for you may have come out Mm. before that. Both of those. Um, Okay, so Happy Place by Emily Henry. By Emily Henry. And it wouldn't be our podcast unless... The new Emily Henry, except for one year, was on, wasn't on our top list. That deserved the Goodreads Award for Best Romance. Did I, it win? Yeah. Okay, good. I think she's won every year that she's released a book. The Goodreads Awards, that's Ugh. a whole... Oh, that's... If, yeah. If we were still recording episodes in the way we used to, that would definitely be... A topic? A topic. I'm annoyed about them. Yeah. yeah it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, yes, so happy place for sure. Loved Happy Place. I thought it was just such... I mean, we actually, we talked about this one. We did talk about this one. But just such a great mix of, like, romance and millennial ennui. Like, discussing careers. My book club, my in-person book club, we actually had a really good conversation about it. And it... I don't know. It sort of, like, touched on this sort of, like, anti-capitalism feminism. Yes. Like, okay, we're going to give a spoiler right now. But at the end of the book... Our lead character decides not to be a doctor anymore and yeah. to just move with the love of her life to Wyoming where his family live. And, and like she, like, does woodworking. And she's going to get into the pottery that she loves yeah. doing. And, like, there's a contingent of people online that think either it shouldn't have ended like that yeah. or that she should have become, like, a pediatrician or something in the town. But she didn't want to do anything like that. She didn't want like to be that. a doctor. She, didn't, like, she hated it. I think you're letting your own, like, ideas of success and being that like a title, a career, and money get in the way of what the story was trying to tell you. The story was trying to say that none of those things matter and it's meant to be about the feeling of when Mm -hmm. you're happy. Yeah, and like, 
I this is something I've been thinking about a lot about like what does it mean to like like this anti-capitalist feminist stuff yeah but like what does it mean to like for women to have choices yes and like a choice is the ability to like make freely any decision you want mm-hmm. not like the decision that society thinks is best for you yeah I think we really had this era where it was you know in this like 1950s idea of like follow your man like do anything yeah. for him with like your career is second and then we entered this like girl boss feminism era yes. but isn't that in a way I okay as, as long as your relationship isn't like deeply patriarchal that's also bad because like the first one was like patriarchy was forcing that yeah the girl boss feminism was capitalism forcing that yeah so if you have like a loving relationship where you're both equals like isn't yeah and that you like better? have a yeah a job that makes you happy and that like most importantly pays your bills right like i i think that's that's also what i really loved about happy place yes it kind of it spoke to how i was feeling mm-hmm. at that time of like about to move and like start a whole new thing yeah so love happy place for that reason i think it just really makes you think a romance that really makes you think and i think that's emily henry's real skill there's some real Mm -hmm. meat to the to the romance oh for sure that's why she's the best yeah uh we also spoke about i have some questions for you by rebecca mckay yes which we discussed on an episode i'm pretty sure that's the boarding school murder podcast one yeah Um, definitely one of my favorite authors have you read The Great really? Believers yes. yet? Okay, Great I think Believers. I talked Phenom. about it on this podcast yes, like, okay. years and years ago. And I read like all of her books when I read The Great Believers. Okay, I need to read the rest of them because I've just read those They're not the same two. like caliber. Because those two really stuck out. Those right? two st- stick out quite a bit. She like really finds her groove as a writer and it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I every person, like if you need a book for, um, I guess this probably will come out after Christmas, but... It is a great gift book it's though. A gift especially book. for... Oh, yeah. I think people of like adults of all ages yes. and like you know gender identities or whatever it's I think just a, the discussions it brings up in yes. my opinion are nuanced and interesting and it like brings up topics like um online discourse without being chronically online yes um which so I thought was kind of to everyone that was like one of the most interesting bits yes. about it because the sort of I guess like how sexism leads to violence against women and Mm -hmm. you know the voyeurism of the true crime genre i feel like those have been pretty covered but i really liked that online element of as well i think that really added a little something something for sure loved that can i guess your third yeah the Rachel Incident by Caroline Donahue. Forget the Rachel Incident. The Rachel Incident oh, like, that's I think that's my the number one, one specifically that you recommended, right? Like, yeah. you said something about it and it stuck in my head and I saw it on my Libby app. And I yeah. thought, this seems great. And then I drove to New York to come visit you and it was just, like, the best hour of my life. Like, It's phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. So, we haven't spoken about this one, I don't believe. Because no. I read it a little later in the year. But it's um, by Caroline Donahue, who's an Irish writer she's written books for adults young adults she has mm-hmm. a great podcast called sentimental garbage which actually has kind of like a similar ethos to ours yeah it's about like media that people often make fun of women for mm-hmm. and she sort of like dissects it with guests but this one is sort of inspired by her real life and like a period in her real life when she was in college in cork right before the recession in Ireland, mm-hmm. and she was living in a really crappy like share house mm-hmm. with her best friend who was a gay man and this book was sort of about him discovering and exploring 
that side of himself and how other people played into that yes. and a lot about relationships. Mm-hmm. It brings in a lot about um, the, like, a, there's a sort of two timelines. So there's the 2007, 2008 one, yeah. and then there's a more current day one where we're talking about the abortion referendum in mm-hmm. Ireland. And I just loved it. I loved it so much. I, it it's so funny. This, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, it does this great thing where it is about like the follies of youth and like yes. how annoying people in their early 20s Yes, be, yes. But it's not so annoying that you hate the book. Totally. Um, and I think that's a really fine line. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's so many fine lines. Like there's that other bit that we've spoken about where uh, a character returns later on. Yes. And I think if a different author had handled it, it would seem... Cheesy. Cheesy, yeah. But I cried. He was... Yeah, I, it was perfect yeah the book destroyed me yeah i don't know why because it's not actually very sad but it's just so poignant and human yeah i finished it and because i did the audiobook and immediately i was like i need to read the physical book yeah to do this again i really need a copy for christmas i'm yeah that's that was at the top of my christmas list um along with paris the memoir amazing is that in your top books of this yes yes Yeah. yeah that's up there for me as well that's maybe my one or two i friggin adore that book yeah I just thought it was, well, I guess to backtrack, Paris, we're obviously talking about Paris Hilton. Mm -hmm. And it, as I said on this podcast before, it's a book that sort of chronicles her life. It's like the, her sort of party girl era when she, it also covers when she was sent to the, like a reform school as part of the troubled teen industry. Yeah. And then everything she's doing now to sort of fight that, um, also touches a lot on how people like her and Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan and Paris, not Paris Hilton, Britney Spears mm-hmm. were treated by the media in the early 2000s. Yeah. But it's also just really fun and silly. So mm-hmm. perfect. I think it has a great mix. <clears throat> and I think I'll add really good actually by yeah. Monica Heine. I just had to look at my bookshelf there. <laughs> That's one about a Canadian woman who gets mm-hmm. divorced in her late 20s. And it's like the year after the divorce and how she handles it. And that's just another really, really funny book. So funny. That and the Rachel incident, I think, would be fun ones to sort of read. I think they they go well together. They work together well. Yeah. Yeah. About like your 20s and tragedy, but also friendship. and Yeah. um, Yeah, that's great. I think the only other shout out I need to give for books is that um, this totally was my Judy Bloom year. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'd like read summer sisters which i've talked about on this podcast is one of my favorite books um but i hadn't read any for other books for adults and i read all of them this year yay um and they're great she has one um about the plane crashes in elizabeth that happened in the 40s um which is like a multi-character historical novel wow which is like based on her experience um and that one's called in the unlikely event oh that's a good title it's a great title that's her most recent book that she's put out um i read wifey which is her first book for adults which is about a um housewife who feels stuck in her life and when her kids go off to um summer camp she dreams about having an affair okay that's giving like Um, ellen hildebrand leon moriarty yeah love that um they're wonderful i think it's really interesting to read from like i read so many of her books as a child 
and like just see her perspective about adulthood and relationships there is really interesting mm. i think she's just a very compelling writer generally and i like i think she's retired from writing which is sad so that's it Okay, I need to get into Judy Bloom. I've never read a Judy Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, you inspired me to read my first Anne Patchett this year. Wow. So I also want to give a shout out to Tom Lake because I adore Tom I Lake. I still haven't finished it. It's a real warm hug of a book. Mm-hmm. Not even just a warm hug. It's like a, a mug of tea under a handmade quilted blanket of a book. I'm hoping to read it over Christmas. Yeah, that would be a great time. Great okay. time. If Libby blesses me, I had to... Uh, Praise be Libby. My hold or like my res- reservation expired. So oh, that's the so worst. Funny. Okay, reading. I will say probably my watching and listening are going to be shorter because yes. I think I'm most passionate about the things I've read this year. Yeah, same. Watching? Um, the reason why I was in a Judy Bloom kick, ah, a, an amazing DTCBS transition mm-hmm. here, um, was because the movie Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret came out. Still haven't seen that. Need to do um, that. Which is based on the Judy Bloom book. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie of the year. Oh. I just think it's... This is, I, we talked about it actually in our April episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May episode. Um, it's just speaks to everything that like is so wonderful about Judy Bloom's writing and her book, and has such a kind and loving like it's a hug for thirteen year old girls. Aww. And I love that. Um, so that's definitely my favorite of the year for sure. I think mine is Past Lives. Mm, and also amazing. I think I love that for the same reasons I loved the Rachel incident. Like, the mm-hmm. Rachel incident, I think, had this, um, especially with the dual timelines, had this real sense of, like, Irishness and then, like, the Irish diaspora later on. Yeah. And that was the bit that really affected me yeah. in that book. Past Lives did that as well. There's, yes. like, a bit at the beginning where they show, like, the younger mm-hmm. version of our main character and her sister. I, like, I'm actually, like, struggling to talk about <laughs> it. But, like, it's when they're traveling yeah. to Canada and mm-hmm. they're on the plane and then they're just, like tired and like almost asleep in the airport while their parents are trying to like get them through immigration yeah and that I was like that it really affected me I was like I have been there like Mm -hmm. I have lived that and then for her to sort of then move away from her family again and be in New York I was like this is getting a little personal so that one that one I really liked Mm -hmm. um gotta give my shout out to the new Hunger Games yeah, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I adored that. I mean, it's silly, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else came out this year? I wanted to give a shout out to May December. Which yes, is, that was fun. That was, um, I like I. It was so much. Um, I spent the whole next day just like incapable of doing work, just thinking about it. It's a smart movie. It's so smart so like the more you think about it the better it gets yeah yes Um, but not in a way that like it needs to be dice like it needs some like youtube video to tell you like what's actually happening it's just that like it's such a rich text that you think about it and it just gets better so i'm excited to actually see that again um liked blackberry a lot i did like blackberry canadian movie yeah um what am i it, it feels like there's still so many 2023 movies I haven't seen yet. Yeah. And I'm feeling like I'm a little behind. Those stuff haven't come out yet. I am like ridiculously excited for Ferrari. Oh, I just, um, just I'm on my uh, letterbox now to try and to remember out. what I've seen. And there is an ad for it. Yeah. we That'll be great. It comes out on Christmas. I liked Priscilla. I loved Priscilla. Yeah, I loved Priscilla. It was like... No, no. I, I think it's for girls. It's, That's, at every time yeah. I hear a boy who was like, I don't really like it, I'm like, no, no, no. No. It's for girls. You've, there's it's, a 
Yeah. She was speaking to us. Okay, we need to have like an offline long conversation yeah, about yeah. this because it really does capture that sort of like teenage wistfulness, dreaminess, longing, yearning, feeling of being like trapped and then like yes. extending that over someone's to life into their 20s. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I thought that movie was phenomenal. And like the... the like, I guess we were just talking about the Jonas Brothers. Like, the feeling of, like... Yeah. Seeing a man... It's idolization. Like inappropriate. Yeah. Idolization. And yeah. then she, like... Somehow ends somehow up in it. actually yeah. ends up marrying him. Um, and kind of the innocence of that. Yeah. More than anything 100%. else. 100%. I love that movie. I, I loved it. Was it. I was, like, crying at the end. Yeah, I thought it was... The end, and the end song just says so much. The end so song much. got got me I think shows the complexity of it because I mean I was talking to someone that was like oh it would have been great if she did a real like screw you to him and really like reclaimed herself and I'm like but that's that's not what happened that's not what happened and like I think that's what actually makes it fascinating is like this like her whole life still to this day is still sort of like defined by this relationship that began Mm -hmm. when she was like 14 and it's the extracting herself from it is way more complex than just being like kick it to the curb like it has a like i think the and like she cares about his legacy still yeah like obviously it's very complicated yes Um, the complexity i think was just so well portrayed yes loved it i also love how big their height difference is yes crazy jacob alordi really a year for him (sighs) jacob alordi okay this like this year i was like do I love Jacob Elordi? Okay, I will say I was on the kissing booth train for some reason. Yeah, way yeah. Before and it was because of Jacob Elordi. Interesting. So we're it's yeah, all coming back. You're like a so kissing. He, you're a kissing booth apologist. I am a kissing booth apologist. He's not. He vocally came out and was like, "I did not like the kissing booth. I think it's bad." What actually made me really like him was when he did uh, one of those late night interviews with one of the Jimmys, and mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. And they were like, "Were you a big Elvis fan before the, <laughs> the movie?" And he was like, "Oh no, uh, not really. I really just kind of knew him from uh, Lilo and Stitch." <laughs> and that's I, I was forget like, he's Australian too. It's yeah, I, I did this impression of someone else, and they were like, "Wait, sorry, he's Australian." And I was like, "Yes, yes, he is. He is." Uh, yeah, and he's like, "Oh no, I really just like him from Lilo and Stitch. Amazing. Amazing. I, I feel the same." So uh, yeah. Okay, any TV shows that came out this year? Um, Bake Off? Did not watch that. Oh, I loved Um, it. I'm enjoying The Curse. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I'm excited to watch it, for sure. Did the rehearsal come out this year or last year? That was last year. Was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same as White Lotus. That was last year, but it feels like it might have been earlier this year. Yeah. Um... Succession was this year, right? Succession. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, of course. Of course, that was my most favorite. Yeah. For sure. Um, Again, okay, when we're talking about the ending of Priscilla, the ending of Succession was perfect, and I think anyone who was disappointed by it... Just didn't get it. Yeah, because it's like, everything can end on a big bang. Yeah. Like, sometimes that is what life is. It's like this kind of, like, ongoing complexity that's implied. But, like, the continuation of evil. Like, it doesn't, like, end. Like, capitalism isn't going to be, like... Yeah, yeah. Solved. Yeah. Like they're bad people. And you got and three seasons with like, whoa, endings. Like yeah. each of the seasons had like a crazy ending. I don't know. When they hold hands in that car, to me, that was That's... a whoa ending. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess the second season of John, or third season of How To with John Wilson came out. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I that was too. fun. That was fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else that I was like excited to watch each week. Because I think I was doing more of that this year than... Like, 
I don't know, Netflix dropping a whole season of something. Mm-hmm. It's true. You've seen the new Doctor Who. I still haven't yet. <gasps> new episodes of Doctor Who are so good. I Another thing on my Christmas to-do list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, my kind of Doctor Who watching club started this year yeah. where we've been meeting up once a month to watch episodes of Doctor Who. I've been honored to attend some of those. Yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. And we watched the new episodes recently and they were freaking great. So... You know what? If I think of anything else, I'll pop it in the show notes. But I think that's like a yeah. Listening, um, the new Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, was like first of my mind. Yeah, so Guts phenom. It's amazing. And just like a great album. Like yeah. I think. Okay, I want to like bring in my girlies, but like I adore Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I don't know if she's like an album artist. Mm-hmm. Love Taylor Swift. I think her albums are too long. Yeah, Olivia's was like a great like it's the perfect thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the new Renee rap. Yes. Very yeah. good. I wrote down some things. I'm excited for Mean Girls. I don't care what people say. I'm going to be watching that. <laughs> it seems good. Yeah. Um, oh, the new Boy Genius came out this year. Yeah, I really The record. That. I like that one. Yeah. Um, and then what else do I have? Oh, Wisecrack by Haley Blaze. She's oh. from Vancouver. Yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of anything. Did the Jonas Brothers album come out this year? The album? I don't know. Because I, I really to, enjoyed that. I have to admit, I, when we were at the concert and they were playing songs from the album, I did not recognize it. No, I knew like... I felt like a fake fan. I knew Waffle House, obviously. I knew like that oh, one. That did come I out like this the, year. I think it was okay, Happiness cool. Begins. I didn't know. Them, yes. Um, the one that Haley Lou Richardson is in the music video for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Really like that song. Oh, I did not like that movie, though, that she was in. First Love oh, at First... Oh, Should have been called Love this, at First Flight. I don't want to get into that, but... Because it's supposed to be the statistical probability of Love at First Flight. Yeah, but if you I drop the book as a youth... If you drop the statistical possibility... That is just ridiculous, It doesn't yeah. make any sense. No. Anyway. Frustrating. That man also looks so old in that That movie. man was so old. Like, so old. And they were trying to pretend that he was, like, a freaking college sophomore or something. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? He is, like... Someone who didn't use sun care and is clearly in their 30s. Like, I'm... Oh, that was frustrating. mind-boggling. Um, do you have a podcast that you started listening to this year? Probably. Yeah. Um, let me let me scroll through the little podcast. I'll, I'll talk about mine. Sure. Let you scroll. I think my favorite podcast this year was The Retrievals mm. from the New York Times and Serial. Uh, it's a like a mini-series about the Yale Fertility Clinic. Oh, that's interesting. Um, where a nurse was siphoning off fentanyl um oh that's extra interesting i was already on the the yale yeah track yeah um she was siphoning off fentanyl and women were getting uh egg remove retrieval procedures without any drugs um i would like huge huge trigger warning for the show it's yeah, really yeah. really horrifying yeah. um but it's so nuanced and um like it, because it's at Yale, it's so many of the patients are professors at Yale. Like, people oh. who study, like, drug um, oh, wow, that's addiction, uh, the, like, sexism in the medical system. Like, people who are experts in these things and became victims of this and, like, the widespread negation of what was happening to them yeah. for years and years and years that's until, like, they finally caught the nurse. Um, the reporting is just so compassionate and really amazing so i'd highly recommend if you're in the like right brain space uh-huh. you like if you have any kind of like body stuff oh that like freaks you out you need oh. to be in the right like mind space wait to, so like, it's like a it's very descriptive of like how oh. painful the procedure okay when you are. said body stuff i thought you meant like 
body dysmorphia or like no. body image, but you mean like if you don't like it's like medical it shows. You out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, I have a couple. I really liked the shit no one tells you about writing, which is a writing mm. podcast I started listening to. Cool. Great author interviews, like some really high Amazing. profile um, author interviews, and I think like as someone who writes, I like when author interviews are about like process and like yes. really digging into that. I think sometimes when you get like a general audience one, it's different. It's yeah. more about like the reading experience yeah. of it, which I get as well. Um, and they do a section at the beginning of each episode called Books with Hooks, where people write into um, two of the co-hosts who are agents and pitch them their book. Oh, and cool. they kind of like break apart the pitch and like say what's working about it, what's not working about it. They send their first five pages in and like the agents review them. So it's like a really... Oh, that's so cool. Really cool resource and like very interesting to just like listen to. Yeah. And like there's some books that have come up on there and I'm like, oh, I would really like to read that. I hope it gets published. So yeah. that's cool. I just started one called Talk Lit Get Hit, which is... <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, I think like if you like our podcast and you want something uh, while we chill out a little bit mm-hmm. this one is the one i would recommend mm. it's three australian girls who read books that the internet is obsessed with so they do like they did like a twilight series they did an akatar series mm. like they, like an ali hazelwood book or like they've nice. been getting requests for some colleen hoover's they've done some emily henry's and they basically just like make the funniest jokes through it like mm-hmm. laugh about them like some of them they really enjoy and like mm-hmm. that's really funny but then some of the commentary they make on others is just absolutely hilarious so love that and then finally another these are all books ones i'm realizing amazing Uh, you're in your books era books beach and beyond the ellen hildebrand one which i sent you her and patchett yeah yeah i listened to a bunch of the ones she did yeah i think they're all really good because she gets great authors like she's had like and like you know any of these popular authors she's like ann patchett taylor dragon reed Mm -hmm. colleen hoover Mm -hmm. um not that I've listened to them all, but the Ann Patchett one I really enjoyed. I love the Ann Patchett one, and it added something to my bucket list as I desperately want to go to her bookstore. Yes, 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 I yes, yes, Parnassus, yes. Yeah. And they both went to the Iowa Writers Workshop yes. and didn't enjoy their time because yes. they wanted to write stuff that was more, I guess, like commercially for women. And yeah, even though like Ann Patchett, I think Lindsay's a little more literary, obviously. Yeah, I think because of her like trajectory of like an autobiography of a face, yes, or like Truth and Beauty, yeah, the yeah. book she wrote about her friend who passed away, yeah, um, like that steered her in the literary direction in a way, yeah, but like, but yeah, when you think of something like Tom Lake, like Ellen Hill, that's pretty close to an Ellen, Ellen Hildebrand, yeah, like vibe, so. That was cool. That was cool to mm-hmm. listen to. I really like that. Those would be my ones. Do you have any others? Um, I've been listening to a lot of If Books Could Kill, Ooh. which is about, um, they break down books, wow, another book one, um, that are like popular uh, books that are like very false in their pretenses. Um, so like everything from like uh, the most recent one is about the art of not, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And what do they talk about with it? They talk about, they, they break down um, the advice that the books give oh. and like what false assumptions are being made. Like they read Malcolm Gladwell and they're like, this. there's no evidence for these things that they're saying. Okay, so it's mainly um, nonfiction books. That it's, it's all nonfiction Okay, books. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really, and they also like place the books in their cultural moment, which I think is really useful to say like note. why these books were so popular. Yeah. Like they'd have a men are from Mars, women are from Venus episode. Yeah. Or like something like Eat, Pray, Love, which I don't think would yeah. be that successful if it came out today. Or especially like men are from Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Or Bridget Jones. I mean, not to, that's obviously not fiction, but there's some books that like feel very of the time. I think that would be a really interesting podcast that we will not be doing, but that would be in like to read like bestsellers and yeah. maybe like put them in their context. I mean, Twilight's like another one, right? Because it was an, yeah. of that type of like time when like emo reigned supreme mm-hmm. and that's what, like it's a hot topic book. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's like um, the ideal podcast I'm thinking of would be like, You Must Remember This, which is about movies. Yeah. And it like contextualizes movies and the most recent series was about um, 90s erotic thrillers interesting um, yeah yeah okay yeah which is basically she like goes through the history of how these movies were made but a lot of them are about like the movies as like textual items but also as like historical items interesting. i think thinking about books and bestsellers like that would be really interesting so there's an idea for so you then, guys yeah, yeah if you ever want to start a podcast if you like yeah. are inspired i would listen to that all the time so i feel like we covered reading watching listening Yes. We're only going to record for a few more minutes because we do have a craft afternoon to get to. We just, do. just like a peek behind the curtain. Um, and we are freewheeling this. So yeah. uh, our politics and pop culture segments can be pretty small. Mm-hmm. Any pop culture moment stands out to you this year as just like fun. Because as usual, it's been a kind of grim year in politics. Yes. Anything that you just want to be like, guys, go read about this more. It was like a cool thing that happened. Mm. you're like no there wasn't anything i don't know i mean like what was i fully i my brain is not thinking of anything all i can think about is taylor and travis like truly like okay. i don't know why that is like well that's my pop culture one obviously sure yeah that, i'm obsessed with those two and okay i have a theory and i'm gonna put it on this podcast now if i'm proven right okay okay i have been, people have resoundingly turned me down for this but okay. I, I think i think i'm onto something okay so Dumois kept putting out these stories that yes. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn had secretly got married. Now, I'm yes, doing yes. married in what I like to call bunny ears. Like, we'll call quotation marks. Yes. Um, because they were saying it was, like, just a spiritual ceremony. It wasn't legal. Yeah, yeah. But they did get, like, in their sense, married. And then, eventually, Taylor Swift's publicist came out and, like, is not one to normally just like shut down rumors but did was like this is ridiculous you were causing so much hurt you were causing so much pain mm-hmm. and like just shut him down i think they're shutting down the rumors because travis is going to propose mm. at christmas and so they don't want like two wedding ideas like yeah. he's already married yeah i think i've heard many a theory or on her birthday was really soon yeah I, birthday, it wouldn't surprise it would me a couple days it wouldn't surprise me i know it seems I know crazy but stuff. i think they're two crazy kids it's true Though it was um, so funny, I remember like reading some like NFL talking head being like, I'm all for young love. And it's like, they're like 35 years old. Like they're not, they're like 34. They're both yeah, 34 yeah, they're, like, this year. Adults. Like, yeah. like they're not, like the way they were speaking about it. And the way that I think everyone thinks about it is like two 17 year olds that are just like so in love. But it's like, they're full grown ups. They're like, full grown ups. Like they're, they, they could just feasibly... because he's on a football team, it doesn't mean they're like in high school, you know? No, like they could both feasibly have like children that are graduating high school. Like if they, yeah, yeah. if they hadn't become famous yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. Like it's so funny. It is wild. That one feels like it takes up so much space in the world. Um, and I just love nice. it though. It's, it's like, just sweet. And I, it is sweet. Like, they're so cute together, and he's so hot. And <laughs> well, that is true. And tall. He is tall. Um, 
what other poly- pop culture things have happened? I guess there's the whole Joe thing. Yeah. We obviously... I think Kimmy K has been on some good uh, Skims marketing. I just want to give oh, that a shout out. Oh my god, yes. Her um, global warming skit with like the... She was making bras that had inbuilt like nipples in them. Yes. And she's like, even when the world gets warmer, like you can always be cool. <laughs> and Very she did the, the ski style, like the 70s ski style shoot yes. that just like looked sick. And then she kind of jumped on the Travis Taylor thing and had Patrick and Brittany Mahomes' family doing a Skims holiday shoot. So mm-hmm. I I know that's super, like, uh, so much recency bias in that. But, like, I think the Skims marketing is on one. Yeah. So much recency bias. Why all I can think of is Paul Mescal. Oh, Paul. Like generally. Okay. Oh, the Phoebe Bridgers. Um, I'm so mad at her. Uh, Bo Burnham, Paul Mescal thing maybe was my, like, that happened this year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> She hurt a nice foot. Paul Mescal and Phoebe Bridgers were engaged. I think Um, so. It was like never publicly confirmed, but she had like like, went to Christmas in Ireland, and she called him her fiance too. Yes, like multiple sources had like heard her say that. Yes, and they were engaged, and then um, Phoebe did a cover of a Bo Burnham song in her concert. This all happened last year. Was it all last year? They weren't confirmed. Bo and Phoebe were not confirmed together though. Yeah, they were confirmed this, this year. year at the Eras Tour by yeah, Keith yeah, Urban. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you on that because I, I just remembered a remember conversation. Like I literally was having a conversation about this on New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Um, but now Bo and uh, Phoebe, and Phoebe are together, and Paul Mescal is jacked because he's going to be. He just ended filming Gladiator. Yeah, he's so um, hot. Yeah, I think my pop culture moment is the video of him when Ireland lost the rugby <laughs> game. Frankly. Um, he is so sad and so hot at the same ridiculous. time. Um, Great arms. Yeah. Clearly, all of our pop culture things are about attractive men. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. sorry. Different things can be sad. Different things can be hot. But <laughs> We're rebranding, friends. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Politics, as always, has been a bit Any rough. good elections this year? Have there been any good elections? Um... Well, next year we're like in for a big one. That'll be really interesting. Um, we'll extend our break until then. We'll extend our break until post November twenty twenty four. Have there been any really good? Oh yeah, um, Poland had a really um, wonderful election, turning away from the far right. Yay! Good um, for Poland. That was pretty good. Uh, there's this funny thing of which people warn me about that when you like become a person who studies politics all the time, you forget to think of, read about current politics. And my Mm. brain has really just been like, not on the up to date with current politics. I think you should get better at that again. That's fair. I think one reason why I haven't been recording. I guess another um, pop culture thing was all the breakups this year. This was the big breakup year, right? It was. Yeah. Like a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sophie and Joe, as we've mentioned. Yes. Taylor and Joe. Sophia and Joe, her Sophia Vergara and her husband Joe. Uh, all and the Sophia Joes. Bush. Um, oh, and now yeah, and now her husband, and now she's dating, dating the f- soccer, soccer player. Is it a soccer? Is she a soccer player? She's was married. Yeah. One, someone in it was a soccer player. Yes, I think maybe this lady was married to a soccer player. Yes. I don't know. Um, who else got? I'm sure everyone got broken up. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hugh Jackman and his wife. Mm. 
Uh, Anthony from Queer Eye and his fiance. Really? Yeah. I missed that Basically one. Basically anyone that Taylor Swift went to that first football game with. <laughs> single. Now Sing- single. Well, not Blake and... Um, not Blake and Ray, no. No. They're pretty good together, I guess. I think they're they're solid. Yeah. Um, anyone else break up? Probably tons more we're forgetting about. Yeah. Matthew happened. Perry died. Yeah. Um, I was there with Yaz. It happened... The, on our ha- on Halloween weekend, and um, I destroyed the vibe of the Halloween party. <laughs> the vibe did get lost for about an hour there. It, yeah. We got well, it I back. Right on the couch. Yes, um, it, we got it back. I still haven't been able to watch Friends. That's really sad. I've been just wearing my pajamas around the house. Yeah, yeah. your friends' pajamas. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's really that messed me up a lot. And then I, I was. I was like now, every time I go on Google, they're always asking me if I want to search his name because I like look him mm-hmm. up like once a day just to see if there's any like updates. updates. Not really. That really got me. Yeah, that one was really really sad. Um, yeah. Pulp Fever broke up. Pulp Fever. Our favorite band. Our favorite band. The podcast favorite band. They did break up. Um, when you think of something sad, oh, sorry, not sad. We went on. We went two different things can be sad because now we we're just talking about Matthew Perry and breakups. What about what what we plan, what we oh yeah so one for twenty twenty four okay a good one twenty twenty four so we're gonna go to Boston we're gonna go to Boston I'm gonna go to Ireland over the summer and see Taylor Swift that's amazing I um, am hopefully going to as a nice North American would say to Europe ah, generally and you're like Barcelona Birmingham what are we talking about um, hopefully I'll be going to Belgium and Germany cool and maybe Ireland yeah um, and Paris. That's, that's cool. my that's on my current list. Okay. Um, we'll see. Nice. Basically, I'm going where um, I have a couch to sleep on. So if I know you personally and you'd like to offer me a couch, <laughs> let me know. Um, I want to get my wisdom teeth out. Whoa, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, I have an appointment next week for wow. my consultation. We're both. I, hopefully, I'll be getting surgery on my face. That'll oh be yeah. Fun. Wow, we have really exciting 2024 plans. Surgery in Europe. And <laughs> um, Boston. And Boston, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for, uh, I don't know what, I'm excited for Oscars shenanigans. I have tickets to the darts tournament. And Whoa. Yeah, have I told you this? No. Yeah, we got tickets to see um, the darts championships in New York in, That's amazing. In June. I am also seeing um, Irish boy band, which feels inappropriate to say because I believe they're like mid-40s now, mm-hmm. but Westlife. Um, amazing. Who I first saw in 2007. And that was about 10 years into their career. I saw them in Australia in 2007. And by the time I see them in 2024, it'll be 17 years. That's crazy. I don't feel old enough to have done something no. 17 years ago. Right. You know? That's the entire time of the Jonas Brothers. I felt old like that. Um, what else is happening? I'm going to go. I'm, what? Is it 17 years? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go on some sort of fun spring break shenanigans. Nice. Don't know where yet, but somewhere warm mm-hmm. where we can... Have fun and read books by a body of water. Lovely. Those are our current uh, requirements. Requirements. Um, yeah, those are the current twenty twenty four plans. Do you have any intentions? Get the wisdom teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more middle school summer energy. I want to just mm. do less all the time and just be like, like you know, when you were like twelve and it'd be your summer vacation, you would yeah. really just not do a lot it was like kind of before you were like on computers at all yes. like it was really just chilling yes i want more of that 
That sounds nice. How about you? I don't. I think I have the opposite. Okay? Oh. I'd like to like really be on top of my shit. Okay. Um, like in life and in my career and school, um, it's the goal. Okay, that's that's like, a good one. Yeah. Um, I think there's nothing like going through your first semester of any like new thing. I'm like, like this is. It's been like a while since I've been in school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to like continue the path I'm currently on and like really commit and do really well. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully drop in at least once in 2024. Yeah. When we go to uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll keep you updated. But this was a really fun little free wheelie record. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Me um, too. And. For the time being, happy holidays and... Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.